If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Grab your popcorn and sit back. <laughs> Jump the gun. Oh, no, give me more than that. Okay, go this way. That was dumb. Look we are. All right, so I want to give, give them a shout out to that band. Why does suddenly forget the name of? Um, anyway, this is a great song. I'll, you guys know it. It's it, we, we've told a million times, but anyways, I don't know why I forgot that just now. Anyways, great song, great intro. Um, happy Fantasy Draft Friday to everyone in the sports universe. It is May the 27th, 12th, and 22. This is the AM Drive on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, and we are live for Sammy Action filling in for Aaron Crouch once again. I am Michael Carvelis. What's up? Thumbs up. Good morning, Michael. Another amazing hockey playoff game last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. Another dud NBA playoff game last night. But keep preaching this. Watch hockey. <laughs> you know, even Bet MGM last night tweeted out, which I've never seen them do this before. They were like, okay, maybe Luca can save us from a blowout game and Luca finally had a bad elimination game. Like, oh, here we go. <laughs> the game was terrible. It was never close. I, uh, I watched uh, I watched most of that game uh, on my second screen, and just I, every time I looked up, Golden State was up double figures. It was just not a close game. It's not fair. Um, Sammy, who has the best morning show ever? The AM Drive, for sure. I agree. But isn't it peculiar – that our merchandise with our logos, our faces on it, is way lower than any other podcast. That's because we love you and you should love us back in return. We give our love by putting these low prices on hoodies, mugs, tumblers. I promise you it's good material. We have our own merchandise, and I bought it, Aaron's bought it. We're getting Sammy a hoodie pretty soon, I swear to God. But it's just a great thing. Go to AM Drive to online. Support the show. That's probably the easiest way to do so. And it kind of flexes around. Hey, what is that? It's the AM Drive. It's a great morning show. Anyways. Okay. I, I, I would love to have your guys' mugs all over my clothes, man. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to surprise you with a little avatar one day. All right. Six trips in eight years. That's the amount of finals the Warriors have done. Which is crazy because LeBron made like 10 and 13 as an individual, which is just even more insane. But this is not about LeBron, obviously. The Warriors blew out the Mavs in Game 5, as we mentioned in the tease, and Lucas struggled, finally, in a closeout game, which he had never done. He still scored 28 points, but on like 10 of 30 shooting, it's just not good enough. Yeah. So, he, go ahead. I'm sorry. As a, he just said, was not good enough. You're right. His first half was a, a terrible beginning. And I'll be honest, Sammy, even the box score alone shows you, although Clay Thompson saved Steph Curry's bacon, the Warriors played better. And even the even the Mavs supporting cast hit some of their shots. This game was purely on Luka. And I'm okay with that because Luka's 23. He'll be fine. He's been an incredible player. And he'll continue to be even better. But this game was on Luka. 
yeah, it, it was definitely Luca's worst game in the playoffs this year. Just couldn't get off to a good start. And then it just, you know, he finally started catching fire in the second half, hitting some big threes. And, you know, he brought them within a, a, a 10 a couple times. But, I mean, hopefully you've come around this a little bit, Mike. The Warriors were just better. They, they were just better in this series. I mean, yeah, you could say, you know, Dallas didn't hit their shot. Sure. I mean, that's that's pretty NBA normal. But every game, I mean, with the exception of the, the, the game they really didn't try all that hard in Dallas, game four, they were the better team on the court almost every quarter. Well, I do agree with that in, in whole. I do want to say the Mavericks still, unlike any other team, they were the ones that had to hit their shots to win any game. And that, sure. that was my thing. It was like it wasn't just like banking on the fact that everybody hits shots and they and they win. It was the fact that Mavericks have to hit shots in order for Luca to play well and other and other people to play well. But I will say this Warriors team, man, they're well coached. Their what their chemistry is is off is off the charts. They know they don't care about the other person's pride. Although I do think Andrew Wiggins should have won the Western Conference Finals MVP. But I, I want to say everyone does their job. And Steph does – Steph, is like I said, is playing the smartest basketball I've ever seen him play. He's willing to pass, willing to drive, willing to take the mid-range when he has to. I love everything about his game in this playoffs. Yeah, I mean, Steph was excellent. I have no problem with him winning the, the Western Conference MVP. I My vote would have gone to Looney. I think Looney that, that was another one. in a way. Yes. Yeah, I think his, his efforts and his uh, – what he brought to the table really differentiated them in this series. You know, he was really their only rebounder. Yep. And and he hit big shots and he was diving on the floor. I mean, he was a big part of their energy. I thought he played a fantastic series. But Steph, Steph was great. I mean, the, the Warriors are so deep in talent. And, and they don't have a deep bench. That's not what I'm saying. But they're, you know, they, they can get scoring. They can get production from so many different people. And they can play a variety of different ways to do it, right? I mean, Wiggins, you saw him this series driving to the rim and being that slasher he was yes. when he was younger. There are other games where he's hitting threes, and he's their fourth option. Right. <laughs> you know, Draymond, Draymond could be a facilitator. He also plays great defense. I mean, they just have so many tools. It's They're the best team. Man. I, I, I said at the beginning of the playoffs, and I stand by it now. So here's what I'm going to say about the um, Warriors. and I think we, I want to say personally, I don't know about you, Sammy, but, and me, I speak for other people as well. We owe Draymond Green an apology because, and I'm talking about the bigger picture here. Six times in eight years, this team has gone to the finals. Sammy, what has been the only three players that have been on the roster in all in, in all six of those times? Steph, Steph Clay, Curry, and Draymond. Clay Thompson, and well, Kevin, you know, Draymond Green was there. He was, I know, the glue guy. But when I talked to a, an NLL Thursday guest last week, Dan Lettisor, he was a glue guy and his stats. I mean, this dude, for whatever reason, I mean, he barely had any points in, in his NLL career and he, 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 he would have been, he made that on the show, but he wasn't for that. He won five championships with the Toronto rock and you, and he's still well known because he kept, because he did the, he was fundamentally sound. And sometimes you just need guys like that. Yeah. You just need guys to keep a team together for, I mean, I, I used to get texts all the time. He's become a lot nicer of an individual while still thinks he gets away with murder. But he still is doing a fantastic job of playing his role and being the perfect team player. They were a big three. It's not a flashy star-studded big three, 
But he's definitely the gel that keeps the team together, and that's something to I, – I'm sorry to Draymond Green. He has been incredible, and he's been consistent. You're, you're absolutely right. And, you know, some of the great teams in history have had these same type of glue guys yes. on, on the rush. I mean, you can say Sky Pippen was that glue guy, although he was – Right. He was also a superstar. He did all the dirty work, right? He was the defender. He was the passer, the facilitator. Yes. You know, you had, you know, the Pistons had lots of guys like this. Guys coming off the bench doing this during their legacy years. I mean, Draymond has been absolutely fantastic. Um, another point you mentioned I wanted to talk about, my buddy Tommy, who I'm hoping to get on the show, he mm-hmm. made a whole post about how, why did the Warriors even want KD? And did it ruin their legacy? Because they didn't need him. And had they yeah. not had KD, you'd have this big three that you're talking about with this amazing run. Him being on the team almost tarnishes a little bit of that for them and for himself. I thought that was actually a really well-made point. Hopefully he'll come on the show and talk about it one of these days. Uh, I, I was I was impressed when he made that point yesterday. I was, yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. I'll reserve my thoughts for that for when he comes on the show, but I will say briefly, I 95% agree with that. So I, I'm pretty much on board with that. But if someone wants to come on the show, Tommy, I'm Mike. Nice to meet you. Sammy <laughs> is here. If Sammy vouches for you, I'll take it. I appreciate it. I, I, I've told him before he should come on. We'll we'll see if we can get him uh, some free time in the morning to come talk about his thoughts on KD and basketball legacies. He's a very, very intuitive guy. Does he does he um does he um does he live around you guys? Yeah, yeah, he lives here in Vegas. Okay, well, see, it's early, so I, I get the morning thing. There you go. Yep. Yeah, sorry. All of us West Coasters, you know, we uh... – You Pacific timers, you. Yeah. <laughs> Getting up early is hard. I'm a Kraken fan. I'm good. Okay, so when we come back, we're going to talk about Connor Jesus and Leon Dry Jesus. I have I have the Leon Dry side on there. And also the Hurricanes. And finally, a Fantasy Draft Friday. You will not want to miss what we have in store. We're right back to the AM Drive on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high-quality swag for cheap, because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. 
Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com. Officially licensed everything. If you want the best in sports merchandise from different athletes, different teams from every single league, you've got to go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and do what? Well, we got to go to Fanatics. Click, click the F, man. Fanatics. Click the Fanatics logo. Exactly right, Sammy. And when you go there, it not only helps you support your team, but support us tremendously. And for that, we thank you. When you shop your favorite teams, go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com, click the Fanatics logo. The Edmonton Oilers beat the Calgary Flames in a thriller, and they advanced. I don't know why ESPN didn't have Leon Dreisaitl as a star, but he assisted on all four, or they just scored five or four goals. They scored five. Okay, so he's assisted on four of the five goals and didn't even get one of the ESPN stars, which is, which is just criminal. <laughs> Connor McDavid did not have any stats until the final, well, didn't have any score or assist until the game winner in overtime to finish the front-running Flames. Sorry, Pacific Division. I speak for Kraken and Golden Knights fans, but I say that too. It was an off year. But this sets up a pretty amazing matchup with Colorado and Edmonton. I know we, we want to get our series picks on Monday. I'm leaning Colorado, but I hope this has a lot of offense. It will. I wonder if the Oilers will have enough offense based on the defensive state we're going to see on those avalanche. Yeah, well, I mean, Colorado still has to get past St. Louis, and I do think they will, but uh, we shouldn't count those chickens. We've seen Colorado collapse before. I know. Uh, but uh, regarding the Stars, I mean, I don't know that the Stars all that much matter, but I think when people look back on the Battle of Alberta and look at this amazing series, everybody's going to remember Conor McDavid's game-winner, series clincher in overtime. Uh, you know, it'll be on NHL magazines and, and highlight reels for the rest of our, our lives. I mean, the best player in the world doing the best the best thing, right? Ending a series uh, in dramatic fashion. So, uh, you know, shout out to what an amazing game, man. Four goals in a minute and 11 seconds. Woo! For those who say that hockey can be boring, this was anything but, man. It was such a pleasure to watch. These teams gave gave 100% effort. I mean, it was – everyone was flying all over the ice. And, yeah, that second period was one of the best I've ever seen. Any game, any time, any matchup. Amazing. I love it coming from you because you are a transitioning hockey fan. And I know that you've already converted your, your beliefs to hockey, but I I do like hockey. It's probably more exciting than basketball, although I'm a fan of basketball more. But I agree the excitement factor, which is what you want playoffs to be, is better and there's more parity in hockey. Yeah, I mean, even games that aren't full of parity, I mean, if these playoffs have been so – so much more enjoyable to watch on the hockey side. The games are closer. They're more competitive. Guys are leaving more effort out on the ice. Uh, you get less of the complaining, right? Less of the, you you know, less of the lobbying to the referee every time. Less of the flopping. Less of that. All of the things that we hate about the NBA and soccer and, and the NFL and all of the, the aspects of it that make it unfun to watch. Yep. Hockey has none of those things, right? It's continuous play. It's it's guys diving all over the place, giving up their body, getting hurt, limping to the sideline just to get off the ice. And then playing five move. minutes later. 
Yeah, it's it's none of it's none of the things we don't like. And the games are good. They're close, and every play matters. You know, you score a goal in the first, it matters. It's not like a basket in the second quarter that you know nobody will remember tomorrow. A big play in the second period matters in hockey, and it shows. I, I don't know. I've, I've come around full circle on this. I, I used to love basketball. The basketball playoffs have stunk. They haven't been fun at all. Yeah, yeah. I'll leave it. I have no argument because this year, there was the perfect first year for hockey to be back on TNT and ESPN. I'll just say that. I mean, every game in the Boston series is at 30-point lead at one point. <laughs> I know. Even in, even in hockey, if a guy gets, if a team gets out to a three nothing lead, the game still ends up being close, right? We had yes, we had Edmonton come back from four goals down. We had Calgary come back from three, or uh, yesterday they came back from what two goals down. We had a, another game where a team was three goals down, came back and tied it, and still lost. I mean, those games hmm. aren't blowouts, even if they are blowouts. St. Louis came back from three zero down in an elimination game yesterday, two days ago. That's insane. Games have been great. They've been close. They've been competitive. They've been entertaining. Hurricanes, Rangers, Hurricanes got the win. I believe they lead three to two now. Um, series is not over. I drank. I drank the Kool Aid from Aaron. Then he surprised us. I was like, "Oh, I had Carolina in a, in a parlay." Man, screw you. <laughs> Listen, I understand Carolina was at home, but if defense wins championships, Rangers let three of them get by by them, and that's not that's not great. Carolina, I, I mentioned it yesterday in my picks with you. I, I went 2-1. Calgary uh, ruined my perfect evening. But uh, Carolina just plays better at home. They're, they're just a really good team at home during these playoffs. I, I, again, I don't think they've lost a game at home. I don't think they've won a road game. So, I mean, they're telling you who they are. All we have to do is listen. Hey, hey listen. Yes. <laughs> there you go, Sammy. <laughs> I want to get through that quickly because I want to talk golf in a fun way. Golf can be fun. We're going to make it even more fun. We're going to make it funner. Um, the match is coming up in a few days. And it'll be Tom Brady and um, Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers against Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. So this is like star-studded players. We've seen um, other players do it before in the NFL. But, Sammy, for this fantasy draft... We're going to each draft four players with you picking first. These contestants can be any athlete that's still living or playing for that matter, or or and or like an actor or a um a person in business, whoever you want. But the catch is at the end of it, we're gonna we're gonna team our, up our players. So I'm gonna like my four, I'm gonna pick a matchup that I want to see. So I hope you have got some personality on your side and some stardom, because I do. So, Sammy, go ahead with your first overall pick in the fantasy draft match. My first pick, and a guy I can't believe has not been a part of the match so far, is Michael Jordan. Okay. How has Michael Jordan never been a part of the match? He's, he's an avid golfer. He loves to gamble. We all know that. He loves to talk trash. He's uber competitive. And... Him being sort of against this LeBron goat conversation, he has automatic rivals to discuss against. I, I, for me, it was no brainer. I think Michael Jordan's number one pick, hands down. Mm. Okay, I love it. I'm gonna go with a guy who is a billionaire. This guy is pretty controversial, at least on on one of these websites recently. 
But a guy who's got a lot of draw whenever he talks. And as a person with Asperger's, and he has Asperger's, he doesn't have like he doesn't have a, the same kind of Asperger's that I do because I can talk obviously better. But I'm gonna go with the guy who I think people would listen to in the match, Elon Musk, as my first pick. I'm a Tesla fanboy, so I'm all on board. I oh, I do love your Michael Jordan pick for sure. All right, my turn. Pick yeah. number two. Yeah. So pick number two for me is you wanted somebody with color, uh, somebody with a little bit of uh, entertainment value. And so I'm picking the most colorful person in the NFL, and that is Tony Romo, the best color commentator in the league. Uh, also, I heard, I, doing some research, I found he's also a scratch golfer. Uh, yeah, I imagine is, regardless is. of who, who he plays against or who he plays with, we'll get plenty of color commentary. Well, lots of fun conversation will go down with that. So I'm, I'm going Tony Romo with my uh, second choice. Now, I have a question for you because I don't want to spoil it, but let's say you get all four of your picks that you want. Is Tony Romo in your dream picks um, paired up with Michael Jordan or is he paired up, paired up with one of your next picks coming up? Uh, actually, depending on who you go with, I, I think it can go either way. Um if I get all four of my picks, ideally I'd like him to be with Michael Jordan, but uh, I can I have another option if 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 you take somebody I want to take. I don't think you will though. Mm. So I would have Elon Musk, and I'm going to still want to pair Elon Musk with some with somebody. I want to pair him with a guy who I don't know if he likes sports. I know he likes Toronto Raptors basketball. He's a global icon. I don't I can't stand his music. I'm going go with Drake. Uh-huh. I think Drake and Elon Musk, that's my first, and that's the guys I want to team up with Drake. I, mean, and Elon I wouldn't Musk. mind just watching them have lunch together. I think that would be a fun conversation anyway. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm going to go Elon Musk and Drake are now paired up, just to let you know. So, in, my, in making all of my picks, all of my picks are trash talkers, people who use their mouth to, to get a small edge. And I feel like there's no better person here who we can both make fun of and who will make fun of others than the round mound of rebound. Charles Barkley. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> an all-time an all-time great, right? So he can play against Michael Jordan. Should we do a, a basketball pairing? He can play with Michael Jordan. We do basketball versus another sport. And right. he has one of the most iconic golf swings we've ever seen. And he loves it. So I'm I'm all about that. So for me, my third pick is Charles Barkley. Chuck. Um, I don't know if he's played it before. I know he's commentating it this week. This this he does commentate on. There you go. My next one is going to be a sports figure. Oh, this is tough because I got two guys I really want that I know would trout trash. I also know who would bring more viewers. I'm going to go. Oh, this is tough. I'm going to click a commercial. I'm kidding. Okay. I'm thinking, Sammy. Oh, wow. Because you, you left me a lot of options here. Drake's not teaming up with Elon Musk, by the way. He is or he isn't? Huh? You said he is pairing up or he's not? We're no longer pairing them up. Because okay. my next pick's going to pair with Elon Musk. Jerry Jones. Ooh. Billion, I, I know he, I don't know if he can, he can swing it even at all. I don't even know if he can walk that far. But I'm going to say in like, in like a three, I'm going to say like if we did three holes, and like he had to cap out, I'll be fine with that. I'll go with Jerry Jones to pair with Elon Musk. They use golf carts, right? They don't have to walk the course. He can, he'll be fine. That's fine. That's fair. 
Yeah, you have a billionaire old money versus new money kind of set up there. You know, guys. No, legacy money versus, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you put them together. Um, all right. So for my last pick, uh, you left me with uh, two easy choices to make. And I think there's no better option for me than this. Since I'm going to pair up Tony Romo and Michael Jordan, I'm going to pair up Big Chuck with Troy Aikman. Uh, there was a, bit, a little bit of a feud between Tony Romo and Troy Aikman, both like ex-Dallas Cowboys. I like both, that. Yeah, both both ex-Dallas Cowboy quarterbacks, both color commentators, and reports were that Troy Aikman was pretty upset when Tony Romo got the better games in the playoffs, and mm. you know, also two color commentators who can certainly uh, who can certainly bring some flavor to the trash talking aspect. So, and I believe Tony uh, Troy Aikman is a avid golfer, so I believe that he will be able to compete. Um, Although, in thinking about it, I may switch it and go Jordan and Aikman and Romo and uh, Barkley. I think Romo's a little bit better of a golfer. I think Jordan's a little bit better of a golfer, even out the matchup a little bit. I like it because you got two, two guys with beef and two guys with beef, and like they're, I like it. Yeah. And I like the Cowboys because that just sells people. I think it's Sammy. Yeah, I like, I, 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 that came up better than I thought it would. I don't like the individual names. I like that you paired them the way you did. That was nice. Well, thanks. I'll give you my honorable mentions in a second as well. Uh, well I had, as well. I, I, go, go ahead. Give me your honorable mention. Or give me your fourth. Yeah, my fourth pick. This is, oh, wow. So I'm definitely pairing Jerry Jones with Elon Musk. I'm pairing Drake. I don't want to leave this guy out, but I'm going to have to because of current pop culture and the current universe of sports. I'm pairing Drake. I don't like saying this. With Colin Kaepernick. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to have the most controversial match ever. And that's like, oh wow. They're, 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 that's tough. I'm going to go Drake and Colin Kaepernick versus Elon Musk and Jerry Jones. <laughs> I mean, that's a really interesting matchup. I talk about old school versus new school. I mean, I, Elon Musk is like right in that cusp of old school, but with, you know, being the, the multi money millionaire, billionaire he is. That's a really interesting matchup. I think that'd be fun to listen to, at least. I don't know if any of them play golf well, but I, I definitely like to hear them talk to each other. Now, how many how many um, um, honorable mentions do you have? Two, and it's actually just another pairing. Um, so if you went with – if you had taken Michael Jordan or, or Charles Barkley, I couldn't use my legacy basketball players. I was going to use two other basketball players who I found out are both very good golfers and I thought would make for a fun duo, and that's Stephen Clay. Because if, oh, I went, oh. if I went Jordan and Barkley versus Stephen Clay, just doing all basketball one, a la like we're doing this weekend in football, then you have old school versus new school the same way. And, you know, if you if you went with – if you took away my announcer options, I would be able to pair them that way. See, that's pretty – I like Stephen Clay. I think that would be kind of fun. If they yeah. win the championship this year, they have to do it next year. They have to be yeah. on there next year. And they both play. They're both pretty competitive too. I think Steph is – I want to say he's either a scratch golf or pretty close. I think he likes golf a lot. I know that. I mean, he's doing something with CBS, like with some little fun thing with them. I know he likes golf. Yeah. Okay. I have four honorable mentions. Um, LeBron James, who was actually high on my list. But I, 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 I researched LeBron. I don't think he plays very much golf, though. Who cares? Yeah, um, fair enough. <laughs> I also had Shohei Otani. That'd be a good That's deal with on. But two guys that you that you, I know you didn't think of. Conor McGregor. 
I did think of him actually. Oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> and this one you might like, Stephen A. Smith. Uh-huh. I don't know. I I, I kind of feel yeah. This is just, I look. I, it's so hard to pair these guys. I want to see like like Drake. I could pair with LeBron. I think that would be a good one. But I feel like they're more pizzazz than Colin Kaepernick and Drake. I thought for sure you were going Will Smith. I thought Will Smith, Chris Rock were getting honorable mentions for sure. Dude, they are, but the reason this, the reason the trap worked the way it did because I want to do, I wanted them to be against each other, but I didn't want. I know we before the show we talked about it. You knew you were going to do it anyways, but for the sake of my draft, I didn't want to like pick Will Smith and you pick Chris Rock or Sabotage. I'm not saying you would do that, but it was just kind of like a game plan. I can, I didn't like pick them both at the same time. I didn't want to do that. Yeah, we get, we should we should do this again next year. We'll do duos like the duos we want to see. Fair uh, enough. Yeah, no, that was fun though. I appreciate that. That was a good segment. I feel like next time, holy cow! I feel like next time we should have like a draft of like the ultimate, like like a whole card. Like you're doing, they're not even paired up. It's like we each have like six golfers in a tournament. That'd be kind of fun. I know nothing about golf. I did a little bit of research to do this draft today, and uh, I learned quite a bit about some of these athletes who I didn't know even play golf. So that was kind of – I didn't realize, like, John Smoltz is, like, regarded as the best golfer of all the ex-athletes. He's also the best bowler, I think, too. <laughs> right. Hey, Sammy, Um, thanks for doing that, by the way. My next two topics are Zion Williamson returns. What do you think about that? He's he's back to full strength. Sure. I'll believe it when I see him on an actual Oh, shame is- on you. And is conference finals MVP a good thing? I think so. What do you think? Yeah, I think it is. I mean, we do it in other sports. I don't have a problem with it. I, anytime you can bring attention to a person's achievements, I'm all for it. I don't, I don't really have a problem with that. I dig that. Hey, Sammy, I'll see you next. I'll see you next. I'll see you Monday. How about that? Well, you will see me next month too, but I will see you Monday. <laughs> all right, man. Thank you so much for joining the show once again. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. Thanks to Sammy Action once again. And when I come back to another edition of Mike Sinner First, I'm going to talk about Zion Williamson. Does he still have something left in that tank of a body? And also, is Conference Finals MVP a good thing? Right back to the AM Drive on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. 
It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click the F for the best in sports merchandise. Support your team and us, and for that, we thank you. One of the bittersweet parts of this show is when I talk about is, is when the, my co-host leaves and I have to talk for the rest of the show. It's bittersweet. It's a nice little throwback to Mike's at first, but it's also not the classic AM drive. So I want to thank Sammy Action and Aaron Crouch once again. Zion Williamson is back at full strength to the NBA, more specifically with the Pelicans. And personally, I cannot wait. I have been saying since day one, this guy is LeBron James with a Michael Jordan mindset. He can bulldoze his way into the lane, but he also is willing to do so. LeBron, I know he's going to have to settle later in his career when he gets older, obviously. LeBron James, people always say LeBron was too passive. LeBron didn't want to take the last shot. Well, Zion does. Zion Williamson has a double jump like seen in Mario. You should seriously look it up. Zion Williamson can jump out of this roof and then jump back again out of the roof again by the time you get off your feet. It's insane. It's unfair. Zion Williamson also can pass the ball very well for a big man, and he can also shoot the ball. He does not have a broken jump shot. It is there, I promise you. I cannot wait for Zion to return. Um, I hope that he stays with the Pelicans. It seems like he will because I remember watching an a interview, I believe during the playoffs, where Zion talked about how Willie Green really helped with the culture there and how he liked the way CJ helped the team respond. It was very cool to see. Zion was raving about the Pelicans. He might stay there for a bit. We'll have to see. But I'm excited to see him. I still think he has gobs of potential, and I think people will be shocked to see he's still got a lot left in the tank. He's only like 22 years old. He will be fine, I promise you. So I'm all on the Zion bandwagon. I hope that you guys are too. He's a freak of nature. Is Conference Finals MVP in the NBA a good thing? Last night, Steph Curry, wrongfully, won the Conference Finals MVP of the West, the Magic Johnson Conference Finals MVP. It's a new award this year, and obviously we've only seen the Finals MVP, and we know that Jordan has six of them. Woo! Here's the thing, though. It's a great thing. I know right now it looks like a sympathy award, well, LeBron James would have, I believe, like, what is it? He's three and seven or three and six. He would have like nine of these puppies right now. And that is speaking to some something great. You should be rewarded. If we're going to keep conferences, you should be rewarded for being the best player inside conference. Now, if they get rid of conferences, I don't want to see like the semifinals MVP. 
But if we're going to keep the East and the West because of obviously flight issues, as long as there's no teleportation, we're going to have to see conferences. It's sad, but it's true. I love this award. It recognizes greatness in more ways than we've had before. And that is always something amazing. We should not take for granted Steph Curry winning it. I know the funny joke here is that Steph finally got a finals MVP. Make no mistake, no one will ever view this as better than the NBA Finals MVP. But it should be counted towards your legacy that you were fantastic when it mattered. See, Michael Jordan fans like to do this trick, and I mean other fans of other athletes as well, where if you didn't win it all, you suck. You stink. You're Dan Marino. And that to me is foolish and stupid. There are tons of world-class athletes that are not getting recognized because they fell short of a better team, to to a better team. This helps recognize guys like Charles Barkley, John Stockton or Carl Malone, Steve Nash even more so. It recognizes greatness, okay? I know Shaq won a couple of those finals MVPs with the Lakers. What if Kobe Bryant had won the Western Conference Finals MVP? That would have helped the argument against Shaq even more. Was it only was it Shaq the, the reason they won? I know the, since Kobe died, it's all of a sudden, oh, it was all Kobe. But I promise you guys, before he died, the argument would have been more stronger if they had recognized his greatness in Western Conference Finals. LeBron James deserves to have Conference Finals MVPs. If you made it to the biggest stage, you should be rewarded. It's not first to lose. It's not just second place. You were great. You just fell short to a greater opponent, and that's okay. But individually, you should be recognized as superior to other athletes. Okay? Chris Paul, maybe, or Devin Booker might have a conference finals MVP right now, and that speaks volumes to their legacy because it happened and it matters. I'm excited. I also have a little better idea if you don't like conference finals MVP. What about the Western Conference MVP? Like, let's just say you, you've taken into consideration round one, round two, and round three. That way, you don't have to worry about if Steph Curry wrongfully got it because Andrew Wiggins or Kevon Looney might have had a better Western Conference Finals. But if you had a good quarterfinals, a good semifinals, and a good finals, that to me should all be one award. And that, I believe, should be better, what would be more effective. But right now, I'll take what we can get. And that's all that matters to me right now. And I'm fine. I'm not going to try to go on some tangent about that. But I love this award. It should be applauded. And the NBA should be thanked for it. Hope you guys enjoy the weekend. I know I will. We got NLL Game 3 tomorrow between the Seals and the Mammoth. That'll be in San Diego with Cooper Perkins on the call. Also, NHL will continue in full swing and ice. And, of course, I hope the Miami Heat can force Game 7. I'm skeptical, but I hope they can. And, of course, the NBA Finals starts June 2nd. And this show returns on Monday, which I believe is the 31st. We're going to check that now. Monday will be the 30th. So on Wednesday, I think by Monday we should know who's in the finals, I believe. Unless, of course, Miami forces a game seven. 
the Wednesday the final start, and that's very exciting. But that, guys, once again, for semi-action, Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carvalho saying have a good one and drive safe, won't you? Bye.